Welcome to Negotiating Happiness, the show that helps you find happiness, success, and balance in your work and life. I'm Adriana Fierster, your host for this journey into entrepreneurship and personal growth. We're broadcasting live on 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network. We explore the latest strategies, insights, and stories from successful entrepreneurs and experts. From managing stress to building a thriving business, we've got you covered. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is April 24th, and this is Adriana with Negotiating Happiness. Um, and I have here Kaylee DeRoche, which is my guest today. I just wanted to do a quick intro. So we are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network at 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. And uh, like I said, we've got a guest today. So everybody got, grab your coffee, grab your lunch. I'm just about to uh, introduce our lovely guest today. How's it going, Kaylee? <laughs> just standing, <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> That's okay. I know it's kind of a Monday. It's kind of, we're all over the place, but that's okay. So uh, I promised everybody that we would sit down today with you. Um, you are the owner and operator of Ivory Ever After Boutique and Fabrics Distributor. And um, throughout the episode, we will delve into the topic of slow fashion and explore how you navigate being a young mom while pursuing your passion in the sewing industry. And um, I also mentioned that we'll discuss the challenges and obstacles you face as a new entrepreneur and as well as the day-to-day -day, uh, balancing acts that you uh, you engage in. You're also a mom and you know you have a family and um you you know you're setting up your new business from scratch so um we also want to know how you you know find your happy that's the whole idea <laughs> of the show <laughs> what is your happy that's what we want to know <laughs> well besides family of course everyone's you know everyone's happiness um right. Right. sewing really was my where my go-to when uh you know i was needing some me time or you know just time away. Um, sewing was definitely a place where I just found my Zen, you know, I could get my pattern going and just sit at my sewing machine and it's so therapeutic. I just loved it. So, um, that's really one of my, uh, happy, happy places is in my sewing room where I can create and, uh, you know, just make beautiful things that people like to wear. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and I think I'm having some technical difficulties right now, but I, we will fix in a minute. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about, um, how you've reconnected with sewing and how, um, you decided that you wanted to start a full-time business? Absolutely. So, uh, I started sewing back in junior high school. It was actually, um, a credit that I could get. And I thought, eh, that's going to be easy. I'll go do that. And it actually wasn't that easy. Uh, you know, I did learn a lot and, um, I, at first wasn't sure that I really liked it, uh, you know, because I thought this was just going to be something that was going to be able to, you know, come really easy and naturally to me, but the, uh, quite the opposite. It actually took me two years of the program to really start enjoying sewing. Um, I remember my first year I made some letter pillows and uh, I brought them home to my siblings and I was the oldest of all the siblings. And I remember them looking and being like, cool, you know, the letters were a little off and uh, they might not have looked the, the greatest, but that was my first, my first real sewing project. Um, the next year I got to make my mom a dress and that's when I started getting into really enjoying the fashion aspect of sewing. And it, I, I realized, oh, it's not just quilts and letter pillows. Um, so uh, in high school, I again took sewing and I started making clothes for myself. Um, but after high school, I found that I really veered away from it. I was working and, uh, you know, I ended up meeting my spouse and we ended up starting a family and sewing wasn't something that I was doing on the regular anymore. And it didn't really start to pick up again until 
2020, after I had my daughter, I have two sons who are older, uh, but my daughter, she was brand new, 10 years younger than the other ones. And we found like everybody else, we were home a lot with a lot of extra time. And, you know, babies are great, um, but they're also, you know, I'm not going to say easy, but it was easy to have her sit beside me um, and just watch me as I got back into sewing, which uh, was something that was, you know, something that I enjoyed when I was younger. And I found, wow, I've got all this extra time. I may as well start doing it again. But this time it wasn't sewing for me. It was sewing for my my kids. I thought, you know, I'm going to delve into something new. So I went and I got some patterns and, you know, I started making for my little girl. And oh, my goodness. Once I posted the outfits online, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, can you make <laughs> one? Can you do this? You know, it's like when you have a friend that sews, everybody's got something they need hemmed <laughs> or fixed or yes. everybody's got an idea of something that they want. So, um they're the cutest though. They're I included them with our with our promo when we first put it on there because they're just the cutest little outfits. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I mean it's not it's really great to see that you can just pick up where you left off and you can create these beautiful things. But from my talks with you, you're actually looking at uh, at creating other lines for adults as well, not just for for children. I am. Yes, yes. I've been doing the children now for a couple years. And I really, um, at first it was just sewing for the kids. But then with, you know, everybody asking, I thought I had one, I had thoughts of having a small business before of some sort, you know, I always wanted to work for myself. Um, I just, it was, a, it was a dream. I just didn't know what the, what the, uh, the dream We've was all been there. To. Exactly. We've exactly. all been there where we know what we want, but we can't quite put our finger on it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I remember thinking like, oh, you know, if I could have a little boutique uh, and I could get clothes, you know, from other places and sell it in my boutique. And then I thought, wait a second, I can make this. I can do this myself, you know. So yeah. I uh, like I said, I started doing it and uh, just really with so many people asking me all the time, I thought might as well just start up a, you know, just a small little business where I'm friends and family and sewing for them. And uh, one thing just led to another. And, you know, my hubby said, why are you just, you know, why are you just sitting at home sewing for them? We can't be out working right now. Why don't you just start up a little business, you know, give, yeah. give yourself something, you know, something to aspire to, you know? And so- Right. So that's where it all, it all started. And, uh, you know, it's a lot different, I will say, than it was back when I was in high school. I mean, there's all the fashion trends, everything has changed. Um, so I did actually turn to videos a lot. Thank God there's YouTube, you know, new techniques, everything I was looking up. And luckily there's so many videos out there for mm -hmm. other people that uh, we could talk about that later, but other people that, yeah. you know, be interested in getting into that. So, yeah, no, they, it's really great. If you know where to look, there's just so much good information out there for sure. Absolutely. Um, obviously your, um, your, company name ivory ever after was inspired then by little ivory right yes that's correct right. okay. um, you know i was trying to do something where i could fit all my children's names in there but uh, <laughs> with the boys it just didn't go so ivory i thought she is my my inspiration like the little outfits the little boutique outfits that i was making was what inspired me to do the store so yeah. I had to, you know, I had to put her in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. But a little birdie told me that your little boys are quite involved in uh, doing reels for you. Is that right? <laughs> oh, yes. Because mommy is a little technically challenged, technologically challenged, should I say. They definitely, definitely help me with all the videos and the you know, the inspiration behind the reel. So I mean, oh, this would be a good one to do, mom, or this one's really busy. This is a trending uh, sound. You need to do this one. So uh, they've definitely been helpful in shooting the little videos as well. I know my uh, my youngest son, he loves to be involved. And yeah. uh, they're really Easter, good, though. They're really oh, they, good. <laughs> I couldn't believe he's better than me. That's how it is, you know. He was making the little bunny romper hop, and it looked really cute. And I thought, wow, this kid's, you know, <laughs> he's going somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They will yeah. all work together. They could be my video and sound and, uh, you know, who knows. <laughs> your marketing team. They're your marketing exactly, team for sure. Exactly. Yeah, and if anybody wants to see the little bunny uh, romper hop along, um, 
uh, Kaylee's Instagram is at ivory underscore ever underscore after underscore boutique. So check her out and follow her. You'll see all the cute little things that, um, that she, that she makes. Um, I just wanted to delve a little bit into the topic of slow fashion. I have a couple of facts that I, I wanted to, wanted to learn a little bit about it myself because I feel like I knew a bit about it since my mom is a tailor, but I didn't really know um, how much it impacts uh, our planet, our lives, you know, our economies and all of that. Yeah, so I've got here, according to the Council for Textile Recycling, in the U.S., the average person throws away 70 pounds of clothing and textiles each year, and only 15% of that waste is recycled or donated. Mm -hmm. That's huge. There's a huge amount. In Canada, Mm -hmm. sorry, no, in Canada, 85. Yeah, one second. So in Canada, 85% of discarded textiles end up in landfills with a total of 12 million tons of textile waste generated each year. And that's according to the Waste Free Ontario Act, which is specific to the province that I'm in. But I wanted to see kind of what the difference is. And it's um, it's just the same. It's, it's just unbelievable. It's, yeah. it's, it the is. numbers are shocking. They're shocking. It is. For sure. And fast fashion is responsible for about 10% of global carbon emissions, more than international flights and maritime shipping combined. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, that is that is something that really shocked me because I knew that, um, you know, um, flying wasn't the best or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even I know there's this whole debate about private jets, but this is uh, this is very shocking. And this is from the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. Um, and I've got another one, another tidbit here is the fashion industry is the second largest polluter of water globally with 20% of global wastewater coming from textile processing. And that's from the World uh, Wildlife Fund. That and is that's, it's that's so crazy. Sad. It really is. I encourage everybody to do their research and look up the numbers as well, because there's so much more that people don't even realize. You know, you think... Even when you're, oh, I'm going to be good and I'm going to send to thrift stores, which is great. And I do encourage people to shop secondhand. However, Mm -hmm. the majority of the donations that go to secondhand places end up in the landfills. So it's just, it's a, it's a huge, huge um, deal for for our planet right now. It's making a huge impact and uh, the numbers are scary and they're just getting worse. You know, Um, some of the fast fashion industries or the fast fashion industry, some of these brands are reporting record high profits. And still, when people know this, uh, you know, they're aware, maybe they don't, you know, know so much about it, but I feel like so many people know, but because things are cheap and easily accessible, that's what people are turning to because, you yeah. know, it is we, tough. <laughs> we talk, we talk a lot about the effects of the pandemic and it, it's funny because a lot of the people that um, I speak to in, um, you know, in the entrepreneur kind of umbrella, um, a lot of these businesses either started because of the pandemic or started before the pandemic and um, they have been affected in very unique ways. And it like, this is just another example of, the pandemic is um, the effects of the pandemic are still going to be felt throughout continuously past the two years. And this is obviously in the inflation and the rising cost of living. And that includes clothes, right? And especially for people um, that have, you know, one one, children or maybe, you know, um, I, I say children in particular, because obviously everybody needs clothes, but I mentioned children in particular because they just grow out of them so fast. Exactly. And they just, they're, I, I remember with my son, he's, he's going to be three, but we're now in five T clothes. Right, so we've right. just gone through them so fast. I've started cutting his long pants that are now too short and making them into shorts in hopes to kind of prolong the lifespan. And it's not, well, 
it's not that I do love that but (laughs) if you can get as much wear out of those clothes do it but I I understand what you're right so so quickly yeah but this is why I can see why some why people are looking at brands like yours especially because you've got a specific line that addresses this so how about you tell us a little bit about that All right. So I do have a line or grow with me line. And so this line is really for people looking to get the most wear out of the clothes that they can. So they range in sizes from newborn all the way up until 12, 13 uh, children, youth. And they last for around three sizes. So the sizes range uh, three or I say zero, three months, you know, the way children are being born these days, you know, they can fit into the, these at, at, at birth. So, uh, zero to 12 months. So that's the, the first one. Then there's 12 months to three years, which is a big one for us. We do a lot of, or I do a lot of 12 to three. Then there's three T to six youth, which is also a big one. Um, six to nine and then nine to 12, 13. So we've got, you know, um, I have lines for summer and winter. We've got dresses, we've got pants, we've got everything you can imagine. Um, so a lot of parents like to take advantage of that just because you are going to get the extra wear out of that and, um, they're made quality. So, you know, they are going to last through those. Of course. And these are such crucial stages. The moment you said 12 to three, I was going to say, I bet that's really popular. And then you took the words out of my mouth because that's when they start getting mobile. Right. And that's when they start getting into everything. And that's when I saw the biggest difference too, where I had to, uh, you know, one day you wake up and it's like, wow, these pants are now above your ankle. I don't know how that happened. Right. Right. It's like overnight. (laughs) Yes, for sure. For sure. So I have a few more tidbits here for us to kind of digest and then delve more into how, how your business helps offset this. Um, I, you know, it is reported, um, according to Vogue Business, that consumers in the US and Canada are becoming more aware of the impact of fast fashion on the environment and are increasingly interested in buying sustainable and ethical fashion. Yeah, and Right, right. And slow fashion is gaining traction among younger consumers in particular, with 75% of millennials saying that they would pay more for sustainable products. And that's from that's Nielsen. so lovely. I love and that's that. amazing because we it are is. that generation, right? And right, we are right. those that are um, pushing this forward. And I'm super happy to hear, um, you know, that as a generation, we're, we're trying to be a little bit more aware and uh, take accountability for, for some of this. And yes. don't get me wrong. I love cheap clothes. Um, <laughs> I also, I also love really good quality clothes again, because my mom's a tailor. I have been in the same kind of, you know, mindset, you know, people, you know, yeah. And I know that the, you can tell a difference, right? The, the most obvious of it, um, uh, oh, hold on. We've got a comment here from Bianca. Hi, Bianca. I says, just started following Kaylee's Instagram. The clothes are so cute. Can't wait for my son to be born and just to spoil him with sustainable and local clothing brands. Oh, thank you, Bianca. Oh, I can't wait to make me some beautiful things. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for tuning in, Bianca. She, um, she's almost due. So we're waiting on good news. Yeah. We're waiting on good news any day now. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I, I can definitely tell a difference with these clothes when, um, when I put them through the wash, that is, that is a huge difference, right? After three washes, you're like, what is this? (laughs) What did I buy again? Yes. What happened? You know? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, according to business wire by 2030, the global sustainable fashion market is expected to grow by 9.81 billion with the USA and Canada being key players in the market. Mm -hmm. that's what they're predicting and that makes me happy (laughs) yeah for sure that's like you know you just (laughs) yeah that's good news and it's 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 not just about you know slowing down on our uh, (laughs) consumption it's also about um having natural and organic fabrics as well um I was doing this a little bit of research late uh lately um 
thinking about what some of the hormone disruptors might be um, just for various health reasons. And I've learned that wearing synthetic fabrics can actually uh, cause some of our hormones to be disrupted from their natural cycle. Right. And I was just, I never even thought of this stuff before, you know, mm -hmm. never you even, why, why no. would you, why would you, you know, you wouldn't <laughs> think that and you shouldn't have to think that it's really sad that, you know, that's become right. so accessible that it's, you know, um, these things that are so yeah. bad for our health and, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> so it is a big deal. You know, you want to buy organic, want to buy natural, you know, you want to be, be protecting yourself. And another thing with the, with the fast fashion, um, a lot of the materials they use is recycled, chemical filled. I say garbage. I mean, technically it is almost toxic waste. These things have warnings on them. They have warnings on their sites about things that their clothes cause um, and they're not good. <laughs> so I just, yes. I said, yes. make sure you're reading, um, you know, yes, I know. I, I know exactly book. which brands you're talking about and we're not going to name them on no, here, but, but I know exactly the kinds of warnings that you're talking about. And let's just mm -hmm. say they're not great for, no, for right. anybody. Research, even just read, read just that page that you're buying from. They yeah, usually have yeah. the warnings right at the bottom, and we don't yeah. even notice them because we're oh, five dollars. Yeah. It's great. You I know. know. So. I want to be very clear that I'm a hundred percent guilty of this. Like I, uh, one and of those I, people. I have been too. I absolutely have been too. In the past, I'm really trying not to be, yeah. and it's hard. Yeah. It's so hard for people because, you know, I don't have it. Luckily, I can so for for my children, but I know a lot of people out there can't, and they have to turn to something like mm -hmm. that. So I always say though, if you can shop secondhand, because that is definitely yeah. quality, quality stuff, great uh, fabrics and great designs too, at the same or lower prices than your, than the fast fashion yeah. pieces that I you're buying. I have to say that I've seen a lot of um, like younger than us, right? Like the mm -hmm. next generation, yeah. they're really yes. big into the thrift shop shopping. And, and I, I just, love their I know, and I, I love, love it. I love so seeing cool. them and I love what they create with them. And yes. I love, they're so creative and it's just, I, it makes, it makes my heart kind of, you know, flutter when I, I look know, and say, great. these are good kids. You know, these are yes. good kids. They sure <laughs> are. And actually I'm, I'm taking a page out of their book because, um, I will, I'm, in the process of starting a secondhand upcycled line as well. So that's something that's amazing. that people have to look forward to. Yes, yes. It's, yeah. It will be geared toward the kids um, for now, but definitely we're always looking for different ways that we can help with this, uh, you know, the slow fashion movement. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So take us through kind of, um, so we've talked about there's a, a kids line, right, mm -hmm. um, yes. of Grow With Me. And then yes. there's also, I've seen you have uh, seasonal uh, products as well, right? Yes. Yes, I do have seasonal products. You know, I try to do a special, um, especially this year. Last year I did, but it wasn't as marketed as I'd liked. But this year I will be um, really pushing for spring. We already did the the bunny rompers and the bunny gear for Easter. That's a huge, huge uh, season for me. It's always very, very, very busy. So um, I'm just getting orders right up until the day of Easter. <laughs> so um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was great. But now the next for the, the summer season, we're looking at capsules. So I'll be doing uh, this is really great. They're, you know, anywhere from eight to 10, all the way up to 20 pieces uh, for a wardrobe for, for one or for siblings. Um, so is that what a capsule means? Is it a wardrobe, like a whole wardrobe? Right. It's, basically, it's a wardrobe uh, I create with uh, all matching pieces, all pieces you can mix and match to go together. So, you know, there'll be a dress in a certain pattern, um, maybe a pair of tights that could go with that, that would also match a shirt. And, you know, there would be uh, coordinating patterns that go in together. And these are great for, I, I had a lady that had two girls, twins. Um, so she's ordering a, a bigger one, but um, it's perfect for them because they can mix and match and have, you know, six or seven different outfits, um, as well as different pieces they could wear with other things. So um, they're really great because you're not shopping at all different places and having to spend a ton of money. I do um, try to 
put them in a nice, you know, bundle for people. Nice deal. Um, sure. Just to help with, with all that helping with the uh, not outspending, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, with the fast fashion and whatnot. So and they've been uh, very, very popular so far. So last year yeah. it was just not so much, but this year it's going to be a, a lot bigger. So I'd say watch out for that. Um, I'll be yes. posting a lot about yes. it. So what are some of your favorite fabrics that you use for these capsules? So what can people expect from them? Well, I've really, before I was um, doing a lot more of the just um, French terries and the cotton lycras, this year mm -hmm. I'm getting more into the bamboo lycras and more of the organic fabrics. I'm looking into linens and um just a cotton. few other cotton, well, yeah. cotton like prison, cotton uh, jerseys, but yes, definitely cotton linens and yeah. just a lot, lot less of the polyester. Cause I did have some polyester um, before I was, before I was more aware and into, um, you know, what I'm into now. So yeah, uh, definitely gearing more towards the, um, the more natural and organic fibers for, for these lines. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And honestly, I remember, um, you know, when I was younger, there's a point that you hit, depending on the age and everybody's different, where mm -hmm. choosing clothes to wear every day is very overwhelming. So the fact that you can just kind of bundle them up, this mm -hmm. is these are what your options are, and you can mix and match. I, I feel like this would definitely help kids make these kinds of decisions a lot easier, right? It's not as overwhelming. Oh, it's sure. not, you're not chasing brands. Um, that's, I remember this specifically when I came to Canada, I was about 12 years old and everybody was into the whole, you know, Quicksilver and Billabong and Roxy oh and like <laughs> all of those. And they're cool, <laughs> right? They're cool. This is like, yep. you, mm -hmm. you know, you, you think about it, you have fond memories you know, oh, yeah. um, get nostalgic, but <laughs> right, I didn't, right. exactly. But I didn't have that right as a kid. And it was always such a, um, you know, I would tell my mom, I would tell my dad, it was just, it was a money issue. Right. So Absolutely. we just couldn't, we just couldn't have that. And mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, like I still now I'm in my thirties remembering that I wish that I, that I didn't have that pressure. Right. Oh, I, feel I wish that. I didn't Absolutely. have that pressure. Yes, um, yes, definitely. And I feel with the things like capsules, you know, having just kind of clothes that you're comfortable in that you love, that when you they can all mix match. and match. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. And when you mix and match, I feel like that could take some of those, you know, that same pressure that I can relate to absolutely <laughs> not just that but when you go to reach for a piece from my capsule you know it's you feel it you feel the quality this is a nice piece it's not like oh did it make it through the wash let's see if we can do you know that you're gonna get something good and it's going to be cute and easy and yes. um a lot of the I'm, I'm focusing a lot on the gender neutral as well with the capsules um if you know i have the option but um there'll be a, a couple different options of you know color palettes people can choose from but i'm definitely um getting a lot of the gender neutral for for people they do like that and the comfy um easy to play in um boho people ask yeah. for a lot um it's very yeah. popular you know those kinds of easy and uh, a nice print so you know yeah I, and i wanted to i wanted to mention that um so uh the reason why um kaylee has so many options available is because she's also a fabrics distributor so uh picture you know print on demand but for fabrics so if anybody listening and they have this special kind of design in mind uh odds are kaylee could probably do it for you so <laughs> Absolutely, <I can. laughs> yes she would she would be able to order it for you and transform it into the wardrobe of your dreams so don't hesitate yeah um, or just get, give you the fabric if you want to do it right so uh yes yes we'll get into that in a little bit okay, if you okay, are well, somebody who wants to do the things that kaylee does um uh, kaylee is a perfect resource to start getting your own fabrics or if you want to plan your own collections with, you know, custom designs, this is, you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. Can you, so right now you're at the stage where you're just starting your business, you know, it's relatively, yes, you've, you've, you've been doing it for a little while, but now you're, 
you're trying to do it full time and you're starting it from scratch, you know, you're getting a website built, you're Mm -hmm. on Instagram, you're very much customer facing. So you have direct contact with your customers and um, your hands on. What are some of the challenges that you've faced in setting up your business from scratch? Well, there were a few, (laughs) quite a few. I hear you. We've all been there, right? right? (laughs) So, well, you know that I'm not the greatest yet, yet uh, with all the new technology and everything that's forever and constantly changing with that. um, That was really tough. I didn't have such an online presence. I mean, I did as far as, you know, uh, posts about my day and things like that, but really transforming it, transferring it over to where now I'm having to do reels and, you know, really uh, put my face out there for people that I don't know already, or um, it was, it was difficult. Um, Sorry, I thought I heard little feet back. <laughs> Very Uh-oh. appropriate. Yes, yes. <laughs> for this for this conversation. No, I yeah, hear you. Right. Mine's upstairs, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, another thing was having my kids home all the time. Um, I mean, they're great help. Um, and great, you know, they want to help all the time, but sometimes it is um really overwhelming um trying to take care of the kids, even when um their dads went back to work and he was doing that. I was still at home with them. So trying to do my business as well as, you know, meet all their demands, it it was challenging at times. Um, Then, you know, everything from sourcing my fabric, uh, a good company that, you know, has fair pay and good work conditions. That was a big deal for me. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just, oh, finding the cheapest person and, and going with them. I wanted to make sure that, um, they had ethical, ethical, yes. Um, and that took, you know, quite a while to find a good, good company that I, I wanted to stick with. Um, everything else, you know, down to the website. I couldn't do the website. Luckily, I had an amazing, amazing (laughs) creator that's helping me with that. Um, But, you know, I found everything was challenging except for doing the actual sewing. I always loved that part. And it's just such a, just such a nice release. So I could be really overwhelmed with everything. But then once I get in and, you know, I cut that pattern and I start sewing, it, it, it all works for me. So that's your Zen time. That right? is, that's, it really that's is. That's what you're so. good at. That's I, I say this all the time <laughs> talking to, to business owners. It's, it, it's great to see that I'm still not wrong about the idea of here, let me help you with the other stuff so you can do the stuff that you're good at right right so it's great to hear that it's working oh it really is it really is you've been so helpful so thank you thank you (laughs) um i just wanted to do a quick station id so for those just tuning in you are listening to negotiating happiness and i am your host adriana and we are live on the united public radio network and ufo paranormal radio network at 105.3 and 107.7 fm in New Orleans. Um, And we're saying hello to everybody. It's around lunchtime. So grab your coffee, grab your lunch and join us. I'm here with Kaylee DeBroche from Ivory Ever After uh, Boutique and Fabrics Distributor. And we are talking from anything from, you know, momming, parenting to running a business, um, you know, building a business, scaling a business um, to um, you know, day-to-day balance and, and the slow fashion movement, because I, I really believe that this is the way to advance forward with a conscious mind is to, to get into your favorite, you know, local brands and supporting them. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's see what else, Uh, how do you, how do you balance being a young mom with running your own business? So like, what strategies do you use to to um, to manage your time effectively? So what have you implemented in your life for that? So coffee definitely is number one, of course. <laughs> right? You're funny. That, is, that does key. not even need a mention. No, I guess not. I guess not. So um, really, I've had to learn how to let like my 
two boys are in school daily. You know, I have that time during the day, but I do have Ivory, sweet Ivory at home with me. And she always wants to be hands-on doing what I'm doing. So I've really had to come up with different things that she can help me with that are kid-friendly for a three-year-old <laughs> to help with, <laughs> which is actually surprisingly a lot more than I originally had thought. Um, yeah. I also try to do um, coloring pages for each of the designs that I'm sewing. She can do her own little coloring on the side um, of that design. So she yeah. feels like she's really part of that. Um, and then of course, you know, with the, the family, they all want to help. Um, so the kids do, like I mentioned before, help with the, um, the reels and the social media part of that. And maybe what I should say, or what, type of thing I should do that day that might be, um, you know, trending. Um, but you know, just really trying to make sure I have that time for my family and I cut out that time. Um, usually on the weekends, uh, we do like a nice family night or we'll do, we'll cook a dinner together. Um, we'll all sit down and play games. I like to make sure that I'm always connecting with them. So even though I'm in the other room sewing, they don't feel like I'm, you know, somewhere, else they can't, you know, reach me or, um, it's one of the reasons I wanted to do at home, like a business myself. So I didn't have to be out of the house or far from them working all crazy hours that I used to. So it's really just finding the balance, um, and making that extra special time for your kids and your spouse and making sure that they know that, uh, they're, they're important to you because I know they're always helping me so much. And yeah, oh, so like you, in, you involve them. Clearly you involve I try them to as much it. as possible. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't involve Ivory, uh, it, chaos. It would, <laughs> it's yeah. better to involve. <laughs> yeah. So let's, so, so just to sum it up, it, you know, you go from design to sewing mm -hmm. to managing all of the orders that are coming in all the payments the billing yes. and then also the shipping of it right you also yes. ship ship things yes yeah. i do yes i do yeah. i do shipping and that also in itself can take a long time just taking my orders to the post office it can take half an hour or longer at some point you know making sure they're all scanned in and you know making sure everything's getting to the proper place because you know that's important and i want to make sure that i am doing my part to make sure my hard work is getting to where it needs to go so um yeah everything it, it's very demanding but it's so worth it in the end when i see people posting uh about my handmade goods for them that they love them or um they're recommending my shop it all just makes everything so worth it you know of so. course of course yeah of course it's because your stuff is so cute obviously no. <laughs> <laughs> so you also have you have a facebook page and you also have a vip page i think yes i have the fabric vip page i just started um back in November. So that's where you can get the first look while my website is being developed. Um, you can take a look and see most of the um, choices that I have there. Um, yeah. So that's Ivory Ever After Fabrics on Facebook. And that's a group. It is a private group. Um, so I like to keep everything, you know, in between us. So you uh, don't have to worry about showing your, you know, people have their own things. They like to, I just like to offer that private and inclusive yeah. and safe space for everybody. So it's also a smart way to do a pre-launch right before your website oh, goes live. So very, sure very is. smart mark marketing, Kaylee. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, for sure. Um, it's working, right? <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it seems yeah. to be. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the fabric side of it. So we've heard all about, um, you know, you've got other clothing lines coming in you're thinking of adding other sizes and you're you're even making changes to some of the most used fabrics that you use in your business but on the other side what do you offer people that want to purchase these print-on-demand fabrics so at the moment you would have to join the group but once the website does launch um you will be able to choose your own fabric and choose how many yards you'd like. Um, my turnaround time is, is quite short um, in comparison to some others. Um, so you're able to pick what you want is the yards that you want. And I'm not ordering all these extra yards and having waste or having this extra fabric sitting around forever. Um, that's a big deal for me too, because uh, when I started the business, I was thinking about, you know, 
sustainability and, you know, being um, eco-friendly as much as possible and doing all the right things in that way, doing what I can. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, others had suggested maybe, oh, you get a bunch of yards and you sell it off. But I think that this way it is going to help you know, just save a lot of waste in the end, I'm hoping. And um, then people know they can get exactly what they need. Um, I'm able to help with anything, color matching, all that stuff. A lot of people come to me and ask if I have coordinates or if I can do, you know, color matching for patterns they already have. Um, I do custom orders that way, or I have tons you can choose from as well. Um, And you can have them printed that way. So what are some of the categories that are most popular for your print on demand? uh, Oh my goodness. Um, So florals are a huge (laughs) one for um, a lot of people making dresses for the spring and things like that right now. You know, around Christmas time or the holidays, it's always the holiday prints. But florals is one that I find even with the other business, people are always wanting. And then I do have some inspired prints as well, which... Um, tell us a little bit what, about what inspired means. So inspired is more the character files of your favorite characters that you might see on your favorite shows. Um, and those are very, very popular. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're very, you, you have I, to take a look and check them out, but there's uh, yeah. a lot, you know, you can imagine um, the magic kingdom and, and all those, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I've seen some really good characters, um, that clearly oh, that's graphic right. design artists have yes. put their own spin to it. And the, yeah, those are really so popular. Cool. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really cool to kind of, to kind of go through them. So, um, I know you like the super, the superhero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a boy mom, so I have no choice. Right. I have to like the superheroes. Right? I, I understand. Yeah. I was there for 10 years myself, <laughs> just boys. So I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I definitely like those. And I think some of my favorites that I've seen in your files have been like, um, oh my gosh, I love the witchy stuff. Oh, and, uh, yes. yeah, they're just so cute. Like, I think it's like the woman type. I get a lot of women, men yeah. too, men too. But I find a lot of my women customers for themselves, they want the witchy kind of like women empowerment, yeah. like cool. Yeah, yeah. or like, I just love the like, sim, like the symbolism and the, I, I don't know, some of the artwork is really nice, especially like like the one with the moons and like, oh, I, I don't know. know. They're just so, favorite. <laughs> they're just so cute. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. And it also like, it kind of borders on like the whole boho style that's super super popular right now that I'm also a big fan of. So um, yeah, definitely to check her out. So I believe you're, you've started some of your social media already for your fabrics. So if anybody is interested um, on Facebook, you can search ivory ever after fabrics and on Instagram. Um, it's ivory.ever.after.fabrics. If you yes. wanted to order any fabrics from Kaylee and she's got a wide range of fabrics, right? I do. I don't have a, a wide variety posted on Instagram right now, but it, you can find it all on Facebook. Um, but I'm working on the Instagram as well. So it will be there soon as well as you'll be able to find it on the website once that's up as well. So yeah. And in the meantime, if you wanted to um, be added maybe to the VIP group, are, are, is it yes. open still for members? It is. You have to yeah. be uh, invite, like you can uh, request sorry. it. You can request and I will accept it when I um, have yeah. the time to do that. Yes. Yeah, or I guess they could send you a quick email, right? If they want to get in touch with you. Absolutely they can. Yes. At okay. Ivory Ever After Boutique at Gmail or Ivory Ever After Boutique at Outlook. Either one for now you can reach me at. So yeah. we're sticking with yeah. the Gmail for sure. But just <laughs> for the you already follow me on the, or message me on the Outlook that yeah. one as well. So yeah. on the operational side though, just to make mention is this is, these are kind of the funny little things that people don't think about when you're first starting out your business. It's like, what do I use in the meantime? Like, Mm -hmm. how do I make it so that people know that I'm serious about my business? And, you know, like you're, you've got so much success that you're still able to put in orders through and work with people while your business is being built. So it can be done. 
You just yes. have to take a very like structured approach to it where and you have to want it really bad and, be- you know, believe in yes. yourself. Ooh, that's a big one. You know, there's a lot of times you think, am I good enough? You have that imposter syndrome, but um, yes. just know that you can do it. Um, that was a huge thing for me. Like, can I do this? Can I do this? And, you know, my customers were really the ones and my family, but you know, you can do it. So just push that imposter syndrome aside. <laughs> <laughs> Was there any, this is kind of a sad question, but we, we talk about everything here. We're truthful. Of um, course. Yes. Was, is there any, was there any moment where that could have broken you into this journey and it didn't, but you were so close where you were like, I'm not doing this. Absolutely. There was one yeah. at the start of my fabric business. I mean, the boutique I've been really accepted and everybody's really loved me and been, I've had great feedback. Um, but when I switched over to the fabrics, it was a little bit of a different story. Um, not with my customers that I already had my customer base, but more with other fabric companies, um, Mm. Canadian fabric company, whatever they may have been, um, competitors, I guess, if you will, I never thought that it could get, ugly so to speak Um, it does it really can and you know i could have really let some people from other shops bring me down when they really tried to um which is crazy because there's enough that could go around that's what i feel like and there's so many people screaming help women and you know let's get you know women empowerment and women together and but there's a lot of people that are still really close-minded and not they don't practice they don't share they're they don't play nicely in the sandbox for sure right and it was weird to see you think like oh sweet little you know people who just want to sew like so nice but um no it it can be really (laughs) different (laughs) it can be really different and scary but i was like no i'm gonna do it and just block doesn't matter move forward that's it yes exactly that's something a lot of people don't always talk about yeah, yeah, that's something that a lot of people don't always talk about, which is the the competitor mm-hmm. side of things, right? And I'm always of the opinion that if you know what you're doing and you're good at what you do, you don't really need to worry about your competitors, right? Exactly. So, yep, and yes. and I'm sorry, but there's enough customers to go around, and you can't please everybody. So the customers that right. you can't please, other people can have. I don't. I don't believe in this whole, no, I have to have everybody because then you become, you don't become a, you become a fast fashion, um, you know, business at that point. Right. Fine. Then go be, go be forever 21 or H and M or, and don't get me wrong. I love these stores and I shop there too. Or, you know, that's, I'm trying to, you know, and a lot of them have made some changes in their massive businesses that are impacting the environment in a in a positive way as well but unfortunately Mm -hmm. a lot of the loved brands that Mm -hmm. I love included are still part of the problem so if you are a small business trying to become that big of a business then you are no longer on the same wavelength right not an authentic small business either anymore you're just trying to Right. Do what you can to get out everything yeah. you can. Uh, money over morals, a lot of people will say right. sometimes when, right. once that comes, you know. So Yeah. So, um, again, just to be to clarify, we're not talking about any like Anybody's H&M Forever 21 or no, anybody no, specific. No. We're just talking about the people that exactly. you've encountered in That's your right. sewing community. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> I guess, you know, I guess the main piece of advice out of here is ignore the haters and mm-hmm, yes. you know, keep going forward, right? Beyonce That's what said my one time. Tell me too. Yeah, Beyonce said one time, don't talk about it, be about it, right? So just like continue that. moving That's forward it. and ignore the haters all right um, that's what we do <laughs> right <laughs> that's but that's a really good topic right like that's that's something that a lot of people struggle with and it's okay to to talk i'm not saying give away your your business secrets but right. it's, it's okay to um, help to other people maybe give help. a hand up you know or just be courteous right right or just be courteous you don't Yes, yes. I, I do get a lot of DMs sometimes of people uh, from all around the world that ask uh, about, 
you know, I want to become a VA and what do I do and whatnot. And I used to take every single one of those calls and I have taken a couple. So people reached out to me on LinkedIn, which was super professional. And I was like, okay, no problem. So we've gotten a call and we've talked about it. I've given them some advice that worked for me and make it clear yeah. that it doesn't work for everybody. But, you know, I just, and you get to a point where I don't have time to take every single call now. Unfortunately, so, yes. Yeah, but you got to do some work yourself. So you can't expect, so while saying all of this, you can't expect somebody to hand you their business model on a silver platter. That's and, true, yes. you know, their suppliers and everything else. You have to right. do some of the work yourself. But, mm -hmm. but if you coincidentally find yourself Oh, Michelle here from the Outer Realm Radio. So proud oh. of Kaylee. We're oh, all proud of Kaylee. You. She's doing thank so you. good. <laughs> thank you. Proud um, of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Michelle has uh, her radio show on Wednesdays and Thursdays, the Outer Realm Radio, um, it, on the same network as us. So uh, check her out. Uh, her and Amelia do a really great job, and they talk about all kinds of amazing things outer worldly so if you're into that stuff make sure Very um, cool. you go on at uh, 9 p.m um eastern standard time yeah so uh, sorry so to go back to what i was saying is you can't expect somebody to give you that but if you happen to be in a space in a common space where other people from your industry are there what does it cost you to just be courteous Exactly. And it's funny you say that, like, I'm very, I'm Canadian based. Most of my customers are in Canada, but I am expanding to the US. However, in the beginning, you know, I'd say if people were looking on Facebook for uh, a great, a great supplier or great um, other shop, I would always recommend this other shop that I loved that I used to shop from. If you're in the US, check her out. You know, I would always say that. Um, there's room for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And I, yeah. I know her, her fabrics are great because we have the same suppliers. So, um, you know, I don't, if I can help somebody else out or give, you know, credit where credit's due, I'm going to do so. We, like you've said, um, there's, there is room for everybody and, yeah. um, let's just all get along and be happy and do it <laughs> together. It's great. Like, right. You know? Right. So we're almost at the end here, but we have a couple of minutes left and I want to dive into what makes Kaylee happy. I'm not talking about what makes mom Kaylee happy or okay. wife Kaylee happy or business mm -hmm. owner Kaylee. I want to know what makes Kaylee happy. Wow. I usually <laughs> ask that, you know. I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's hard to say. I I love, you know, traveling. I mean, not traveling crazy places, but even just going camping or traveling Canada. I went to Newfoundland um, last summer and it was so fun. And it was a place that I didn't expect to ever go, but I went and I had such a great time. And I really want to do more of that driving and just having the music playing like music's my favorite it's oh it just makes my heart and my soul so happy so um <laughs> listening to music anywhere I am I'll be happy with that I mean yeah. when I was getting ready for this I was listening to music and I was just like yeah all my nerves everything is gone it's just music <laughs> is a wonderful thing so music definitely makes me happy but um doing little little traveling around my my uh my area is great as well. So yeah, I was going to say anything with the family, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what, like, is there any you know, specific, like, like camping or oh, yeah, camping. Um, so we actually, um, we bought a pop-up trailer two years ago and we've been doing some camping in that. And my grandfather and I actually, we, my dad bought the trailer for us. It was kind of a, not a beat up one, but it was an old one mm -hmm. and it, it was fine for what it was. You, I could have used it that way, but I thought, no, I'd like to add a little glam. And since I can sew, I did the cushions and my kids helped me pick out the curtains and all that. And then my grandfather and I, 82 year old man, he's amazing. Um, he helped me restore it. We did the floors, we did painting, we did everything. So it was like a brand new cute little boho style camera. It was just so, well, it is so cute. Yeah. So we do plan to do some more camping this summer. Um, but I'm hoping to head out West to maybe, maybe, uh, because it's so light and it, we can take it behind. We can just pop up shop in one of the provinces and then move up onto, onto that's the amazing. next, you know, so yeah, that's something that's that I amazing. Like. 
That's great. So is there something that you you used to do when you were younger that you wish you could do now, but you just can't anymore? Oh, man, that's a tough one. You know, it's kind of two sided because when I was younger, I had so many friends and I used to go out all the time for dinners and drinks and things like that. And that was important to me. That was something that I always saw myself doing and socializing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Socializing and being a social butterfly. But since I've had kids and a family, it's not something that I I'd like to do, of course, sometimes, but it's not something that I do often at all. And I almost get a little, I don't know if you can say anxious now. It's so funny. I could go into a crowd of people I didn't know before and, you know, make 20 friends. And now it's like, oh, if people come talk to me, I'll talk to them. Not so much, you know, <laughs> ah! I mean, unless it's about my business or my kids, you know, so, yes, um, yes, but yes. definitely, um, yeah, it's, it's different. I'd like to go out and do that sometimes, but you know, it's, it's just something yeah. that I don't do like I used to. So I hear that. I hear that all the time. Right. And this is what I say. I was like, yeah, that's why mom friends are really good because they understand you. They understand why that you're like, sorry, guys, I can't make it, you know, or, or <laughs> they get something it. like that. Yeah. Or why so, you're on the phone um, getting interrupted 37 times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's a good one. They get it. That's they a good one. It. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bianca here uh, left a comment. It says, love that question. More women need to ask another what makes them happy. That's so true. Thank you for asking me that because it took me a minute to really think about that. So thank you. I mean, we don't get asked very much what we need because we're always the ones that provide what other people need, right? So yes, which is, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to have the opportunity to be a mom. It's just sometimes it's nice to be like, I'm going to get in the car, put on my tunes and go wherever I want to. Yeah. With that, with no, you know, with no limit, like time limits or schedules or, or, or errands. Right. A lot of people say, well, you're, you're getting out of the house. Like, yeah, I'm running errands. It's not the same thing. <laughs> I'm doing groceries. How exciting is that? I mean, it can be at times when I don't have the kids, but <laughs> maybe I should have added that. No, I'm just kidding. But... Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been quite, uh, quite the journey, I'm sure. And you have three little ones. So good for yes. you. Yes. Well, my, actually my oldest is about to turn 13 next week. Oh my goodness. It's so wild to me. Yes. And then I have Jonathan who's going to be 12 and then Ivory who just turned three. So yes, very busy, but yeah, you're in like every single stage of like kid problems, different problems, different stage, issues, different (laughs) attitudes. Okay. From different, (laughs) different age attitudes. Yeah. So I just wanted to do a quick summary here. Um, Thanks to everybody that tuned in and thank you, Kaylee, for joining us. It's been really great. I would love to have you on again once we have your website up and then you can tell us what other exciting collections you might have. Um, Maybe in the summer um, we'll, we'll, we'll hit you up for some summer inspo and for some summer outfits. Um, I'm glad we touched on the issue of, you know, soul fashion and uh, the effects of fast fashion. And I'm, I'm so glad to hear that people are slowly starting to understand a little bit more about what's going on and how we can help the planet a little bit and yay to the younger generations for, I know, (laughs) right. Props to them. Yes. Yes, exactly. Right. So yeah, I'm proud of them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, for everybody um, that hasn't had a chance to listen, or if you have friends, we stream on all uh, uh, platforms. Uh, I don't even think there's one where this show is not on Roku yet, but the network is on Roku as well. Um, You'll be able to find the replay at this exact same link on YouTube. Um, And I'll be posting the SoundCloud link, but realistically it'll be everywhere. I'm slowly starting, uh, trying to also copy them over on my own channels, but it's just been a slow process. But uh, yeah, a, bit, a little tidbit of news for me as well. I'm trying to finish my website, so there will be a new website up soon um, where, where I want to feature you guys that come on the show um, and 
and kind of, you know, do a little bit more with the show, the involvement, because I'm really enjoying having these conversations. And I'm really glad to see everybody that's chiming in, you know, with all of their questions or comments. So feel free if you just log into some of the, the links like the YouTube or Facebook, if you see it on um, the UFO Paranormal Radio or United Public Radio Network or um any of those channels, you can go on their accounts and this will be either streaming live there or you will be able to see the replay. But I welcome any other questions that people might have. And if you want to get in touch with Kaylee, um, she is taking emails at ivoryeverafterboutique at gmail.com. And if you want to start following her, um, she is on Facebook at ivory. Ever after boot, Ivory Ever After Boutique and Ivory Ever After Fabrics as well. And uh, thank you. Our producer here posted it on the screen for everybody to see if you're watching. And Ivory underscore ever underscore after underscore boutique uh, on Instagram as well. Yes. Put your orders in because Kaylee um, has an order every month, right? Yes. Yes. Right now, every okay. month. Yes. Okay, yes. perfect. So we are at the end of our show here. We will get kicked off any minute with the outro. Thank you again, Kaylee. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Have a, have a really good one, guys. And we will see you next Monday. Bye.